Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Toronto Real Estate Show with Janelle and Leslie. I'm Janelle Cameron. Hi there, I'm Leslie Pearson. And today we're going to talk about the stats for May. Welcome to the Toronto Real Estate Show with the Janelle Cameron team, the podcast that helps make your real estate dreams a reality. The Janelle Cameron team is your expert source for all things real estate in the greater Toronto area. Whether you're considering a renovation to improve your return on investment, looking at homes for the very first time, or even considering becoming an agent yourself, we've got you covered. Hey everybody, hope you're having a great day. Welcome back. Uh, Trebstats Day today. It's our day to talk about it's it. It's our day to talk about it. They were out last <laughs> let's week. Get them out, let's get them out right away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yes, exactly. Um, yeah. Otherwise, how was your week? you have a good week? Um, I would say I would, uh, the one word I would use to define it is uneventful. Uneventful. Yeah. yeah. I kind of um, uh, have uh, some time on my hands work-wise and I'm, people are kind of, all of a sudden it seems to have seems August quiet. It seems August quiet. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, that's that's my take on this past week. Yeah. It seems for the first time in months, kind of quiet. Yeah. How about you? Same. How's your week? Yeah, same. Um, you did a great uh, real estate transaction this week. Did I? Which one was that? Well, you went into an area and proposed and did something that yes, um, I did. isn't commonly done there, and you just killed it like crazy. Yeah, it was good. I, mm-hmm. I, yeah, she's uh, referring to a condo I sold this week, um, and it was, yeah, in a you know in a community where people think they've got a lock on things, and I kind of shook it up. It's a good idea to shake it up. Yeah, it mm-hmm. is a good idea to shake it up. Mm-hmm. So I mean. It worked. It worked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Otherwise, it wouldn't we wouldn't be talking about it. <laughs> yeah, That's exactly. Right. Um, but no, yeah, no, it was good. Uh, I think the market's so weird right now. I think you've got a lot of um, a lot of people uncertain about what they should be doing or what yeah. to try. And it was interesting. This particular unit I sold, I had all kinds of people saying that, um, oh, that's not going to work to hold back offers here. And, oh, the market's not what it used to be. And you may not get, you know, an offer on offer day. And and you're hearing that from local agents. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we got five. Mm-hmm. So I think that um, people just aren't sure, but it's all about pricing. Yeah. Like so if one you thing I always consider when I'm listing a place for sale is what are the norms or the expectations in that immediate area? And so if it's, you know, if, if agents and buyers expect an offer date and um, – strategic pricing related to that and you don't do it they're kind of a bit flummoxed and don't know what to do with it well sure and but i would this say is right an example now where you went in and did something against the norm yeah. and it worked right and so, i think 99.9 percent of the market right now is a hold back on yeah. offers and if you're not doing that like you're missing the boat because yeah. people won't but they won't even know what's wrong mm-hmm. they just they don't know how to react to mm-hmm. that so yeah i think you just have to you know, you have to be, we have to be able to counsel our clients mm-hmm. to listen to us when we are quite sure we have a plan right. that's going to work. Right. And if they say they don't like it or they don't feel comfortable or whatever, I think, you know, my response to that is you're hiring me. Right. I'm the supposed expert. I've got 
you know, a decent track record. So I'm going to propose this strategy and I'm, and if you are hiring me for my expertise, then we've mm. just got to go with it and let, mm. let the strategy play itself out. And most of the time it works, not yeah. always, but most of the time. Yeah. So a couple of things related to that and, but we are going to get to the stats. We are. <laughs> um, I get a lot of what I've noticed in the last week is people asking what I th- if they sh- if they want to list their place, if the t- time has passed for the spring market, and if they should list over the summer or wait to the fall, and what I think the fall is going to be like. So, in fact, should they even bypass the fall and wait for next spring? Mm-hmm. What do you think about all that? I think so. I think people are mulling over some future activity this week. That's yeah. what I noticed. Yeah. Yeah, like I've got a lot of clients ready to go for whenever. Yeah. So what do you tell them should be the whenever? The whenever? I mean, right now I'm kind of gearing people toward September. Yes. And I think that you probably can't lose if you sell now. Still, like the market, as we'll see, like is still really hot. Yep. Um Price-wise. So I feel like I wouldn't necessarily shy away from that. Yeah. Uh, August I don't like. I know I say that every week, but I don't yeah. I don't like August. Mm-hmm. I, I try to avoid it like the plague. But, um, so I think if you can't, if you aren't really ready and can't move very quickly. September. I would do September. Yeah. But I think, you know, anybody who worries about, you know, I'm not a worrier, so I don't worry about what the market's going to do. I don't worry about what if and what's going to happen and, like, I don't know. I mean, I think you – I mean, I, I don't live my life that way, so it's hard for me to advise clients other than we play it by year. Get the place ready to go, right? And if it's July or if it's September or October or whenever, like, I'll tell you when to pull the trigger, but you got to get it ready. Yeah. And then we just jump. Yeah. We jump when the time is right, and we always know when it's. I always, I feel it. I I don't know, and I'm sure you're the same. But after doing this for so long, I feel it like an energy. Mm-hmm. A week or two before it goes up or it goes down in terms of volume, I f- I just feel it, mm-hmm. and I'll start to feel this weird buzz happening before there's any indication of it. But I always know. Okay, yeah. we're coming close, and here we go. And aside from those kind of normal or typical traditional fluctuations month by month, I see nothing to indicate this fall isn't going to be strong. I think it's going to be very strong. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. It doesn't even yeah. doesn't even register for me, to be honest with you. Like I'm so... I'm so certain that the market yeah. will... Right, that you don't even that don't think even of think any about other, it. other one. Yeah. yeah. The other thing that, uh, before we head to the stats, and when you talked about how you handle it with your clients, um, you know, ultimately, it's the client's decision what strategy to pursue, whether you were talking about it in context of setting an offer date. If someone doesn't agree with your strategy, do you still work with them? I mean, I think that's something that we have to decide together. Mm-hmm. I think because there's a lot of people who want to do things a certain way like certainly I've had I mean I had a conversation with with potential clients a couple weeks ago who who have a price in mind for their property and I was very clear that that's not happening Mm -hmm. and this is what has to happen you have to price it low we have to do a hold back on offers we have to stage we have to do that and she wasn't having any of that and I don't think we'll work together it just won't 
it's just mm-hmm. it's not a position that would feel good for either of us. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and certainly, I, yeah, I come across that a lot. I mm-hmm. think, but you know, and I would I would recommend every everybody out there if you're planning on selling, you have to feel confident and comfortable with the person that you've chosen to work with. Yeah, and if, if you, you feel so differently at the be- at the yeah. outset about the strategy, how how on earth right. is it going to work well? Right. Yeah. I'll never forget I had these clients this one time and they're lovely people and I had helped them buy first. I think we bought first. Anyway, then their house was ready to go on the market and we were putting it on the market and she I remember sitting there discussing the paperwork and she was concerned about the cancellation of the offer like or the, of the listing agreement when it's a 60 day by the way standard listing agreement is 60 days you can't do less um, you can cancel the agreement but you can't do less you have to sign for 60 days and she didn't want and it was going to sell in a week this was a in the beach hot property and she was so concerned about whether or not she could get out of the contract that I said, if we're talking about you canceling the contract before we've even listed the property, like we've got a problem. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think this is going to be a great relationship if mm-hmm. that's how we're starting. She's so focused on that at the outset. Mm-hmm. Right. Like we haven't even put it on the market. So you don't even know, mm-hmm. you know, I think there's some, you have to have faith mm-hmm. in the process and you have to have, um, a positive attitude going forward. I, and it sounds sort of hokey, but sometimes I feel like that negative energy just kind of permeates into it. So did this. she abandon that query and she, or did you? Yeah, we did. We mm-hmm. did. And it was even kind of, a, it was an interesting situation because I ended up with, I think like several bully offers on the first day or something like that. And it was, and she, everything was fine, but it was, is um, it kind of like doing a prenup before you get married? Like already planning your route? Yeah, I think so. Maybe, mm-hmm. yeah, like you're already kind of non-committal. Uh, yeah, you're already you got one foot in, but you one, got one foot, foot in. is wondering. Yes, mm-hmm. right. Which, which is, I mean, maybe that's some people's personality, but I think that's a, maybe a bad way to start. I think you want to go in mm-hmm. to now, the contract. I don't know that I think it's a bad way in a, in a marriage, but no, <laughs> <laughs> marriage, no, but <laughs> yeah. but housing contract, yeah. probably. Yeah, yeah, it was weird. Mm. Anyway. We digress. So on that note, let's talk about the stats. Right. Um, And this is driving me nuts because the media this week has been so negative because the stats had a huge decrease, not a huge, it was a decrease in sales and the prices have gone way up. But the decrease in sales has caused the media to say that the market is cooling. Okay, Mm -hmm. let me just remind all of you (laughs) that when, okay, first of all, the media reports things like headlines that get attention. Okay, so the sales prices are up 28.4%. Okay, so in no way, shape or form were the May sales cooling off. The sales volume was still double over last, double from last May, but which is mm-hmm. right, but slower than they were in April, which was slower than they were in March, right? right? Coinciding with that, we have less listings, right? Right. So not as much inventory. Obviously, we don't have as much, you know, volume being sold, and therefore you, you can't the prices, sell things that aren't for sale, right? 
And the prices are therefore even right. higher. Right. So because of the shortage of supply, yes. prices are that's contributing to prices going up. So it's 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 absolutely flabbergasting to me that people first of all that this is the irresponsible reporting and I think it's irresponsible. Uh, but second of all, that people are not paying attention to what they're seeing. I, I, I just, I find it mind-boggling. So all people should um, concern themselves with then is value. I think so. Right. If I'm a homeowner. Who cares what the number is? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I'm a homeowner, all I care about is value. Mm-hmm. And when I start to see prices declining, right. now then, I'm concerned. Right. But if the prices are going up, what, right. do, what do I give if a shit? If volume's going much? down and sales are going, uh, numbers are going, dollars are going down. That indicates maybe a shift. Right. So, but now it's just fewer transactions. Fewer properties are changing hands. Right. But there's no decline. In fact, an increase in value. If I'm, yeah. if someone's just told me I've made 28% on my house price from last year, what, like what? Yeah, where's the. What more do you want in life? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just absolutely mm-hmm. insane. And that is the way it's been year mm-hmm. over year over year. In fact, it was a record for mm-hmm. May in terms of price increase. So. Just a PSA to remind people, just, God, people, please just pay attention to what you read. Just don't read just the headline. So do you read anything into why the inventory dropped so much or why the volume sales dropped so much? It wasn't even that much, to be fair, right? Um, it was... Is it just a, what we typically see that spring yes. starts early? Yeah. And tapers off towards yes. first week of June? I think so. Mm-hmm. I think so. Um so, I don't know. I mean, we didn't have a huge increase, by the way, from April to May this year in price. But May, year over year, which is where we talk about, that's what we need to worry about. Right. Um, so, you know, March is off in the peak. Um, it proves like uh, so many sellers want to wait if they're going to list in the spring, want to wait until, you know, the snow is gone and the tulips have sprouted. That's right. But really, the spring real estate market starts like... The second week of February, something yeah. like that. Depends every year. Depends yeah. if there's kind COVID of it depends or not. on the weather. Yeah, yeah. So it does. This does kind of prove that the train of thinking that you know the earlier the better. Yeah, in the cycle for sure. I think so. Yeah. So we have no way to compare pricing, inventory, sales volume, other than going year over year. That's mm-hmm. just what we do. Um, and we know last May was hot. It's complicated. Yeah. And so we are comparing year over year. We're seeing a huge increase in price. That's all we can go with right now. That doesn't mean that um, there's any indication of what June and July are going to be like or August or September necessarily. Um, I think because so many people have different views and opposing views on where the market is headed, we don't know. So Mm -hmm. I think we can only compare with what we have in front of us, Mm -hmm. right? And we never compare... Month over month, no, we only compare year over year. Mm-hmm. That's just how it goes. Why all of a sudden people are looking at? And when was the last time that that price the the average went down? Well, uh, condos we know condos for sure. <sighs> I don't know. Right, exactly. So there, <laughs> that's a telling answer. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't even think maybe not not mm-hmm. in our time. Mm-hmm. I don't think. And even in places like the unprecedented uh, activity we've seen in Durham. You know, perhaps you'd be getting 15 offers in March, and now you might just get five. But you're 
what you're selling for is still going up. Yeah. So who cares? Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It just unless it's a trend that morphs into an effect on sale prices, and that's just not going to exactly not happening. That's right. Mm-hmm. Then then we just ignore it. So, yeah. um, so let, let's talk specifically about what this meant mm-hmm. for prices. Uh, some fascinating numbers. So the average price of a detached in the 416 went up to 1.7 and change. That's up 20% over last year. And and then, because uh, this just boggles my mind, 1.33 was the average price in the 905, 41% over last year. So that's, that's what we've seen in the... the Durham market for the first time in the history of Durham. Right. Going through the roof. Right. But it's everywhere yeah. in the 905. Right. 41%. Yeah. So I don't know. What mm-hmm. can you say about that? That's just huge. I'd say I'd be selling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I where think. are you going to go? Oh, so that's the, that's yeah. the kicker. That's the kicker. Yeah. Um, okay. So similar trend for semi-detached and, and townhomes. Um 416 up less than the 905, uh, semis up 16%, and townhouses 19, um, as opposed to the 905 where we saw 28% in both categories over last year. Huge. Um, and then condos uh, up again, which is awesome. So condos in the 416 up 6.3% over last year. So um, that just proves what everyone's been anecdotally seeing that the condo market is is strong and mm-hmm. looking good and i this is interesting to and me, it's but the only market that briefly didn't look so strong last year yeah it was yeah. flat it, it was wasn't flat. even that yeah. it was super yeah. i mean i think yeah. one or two months we had a small yeah like less than one percent decrease in price uh, but i also think from my perspective that was just the difference in products, like we had a lot of sl- small bachelor, bachelor mm-hmm. units being mm-hmm. sold off at once, so mm-hmm. that kind of affected mm-hmm. the price. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 905 condo prices have gone up 21% this year, this month, which is huge. Um, and again, I think, you know, people can't afford to buy, mm-hmm. you know, some of these uh, mm-hmm. a detached or even a row house now in the 905, so now they're moving to condos. So right. if I was a condo developer... I'm telling you, I'd be building condos outside of the 416. Mm-hmm. Because I, th- I think that's the next big trend, mm-hmm. is people moving to condos. Because there just aren't a lot of them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, no, we're seeing that now. Yeah. That, those numbers show But that. we need more. We yeah. need more of them. Yeah. Um, people, I think, you know, let's say, you know, Halton region, for example. Like, if I, you know, if I was a developer in Halton, oh, man, I'd be... I'd be building, you know, way more condos in Burlington, Oakville, that kind of thing, Mm -hmm. if I could. So, okay, so uh, if we're talking about the detached property, I always like to talk about the areas that have seen the highest increase this year. Um, Let's start with Halton. We had the highest in Burlington, uh, 31.6% over last year. These numbers are so crazy, it's hard to believe. Uh, Peel region, pretty uh, pretty standard except for Caledon, which had sixty or sorry, thirty six percent. Wow, increase. Yeah, I know, right? Um, every month it seems to be uh, Essa is the is oh, the yeah. highest <laughs> in in uh, in the region. But this month, actually, the big winner was Georgina. Okay, thirty seven percent in York region. Mm-hmm. Right, crazy. Durham also hugely hot. The highest increase was Brock, 
41% my clients, I was there yesterday, my clients just bought in Brock um, in a town called uh, Cannington, which is an adorable little place, but, um, you know, I'm sure they contributed to that number. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I said, you know, be confident knowing this is where you're... This is where uh, all the money is being made right now. Mm-hmm. So of all areas in all of the GTA, Brock was still the number one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Durham was still the number one, mm-hmm. which is yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, okay. So we're talking about the 416. We had, um, in terms of detached, I'm just going to look quickly down my list here. We had um, W6 was a big winner. That's the South west part of the city so mimico we do a lot of work there um they had one of the highest increases at 25 uh, percent in detached and we had in addition to that 25 percent in e8 which is in the east um Birchcliff, which has been a, a combination of a winner and a loser every month uh mm-hmm. just depends on the month they are the highest they are the lowest uh, this month they were the highest at 27 percent. so lots of very strong areas in the 416 in terms of detached um where we saw the lowest increases was again in c1 downtown downtown been consistent. Uh, has been yeah. consistent and they, but they were at five and a half percent six percent i mean any market in the world would be happy to see that just somewhere we're talking about you know 41 percent in brock region it seems like nothing and then c8 which is also downtown Mm -hmm. so same thing just six and a half percent so if volume has decreased Mm -hmm. should you be guarded in your interpretation of these increases in dollar value because it's based on such a significantly smaller pool I don't think so because this is the pool we're generally working in, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's just, yeah, it's just, this is a summer pool, mm-hmm. right? Um, Sorry, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't think so. Um, and then let's just touch briefly on the condo market where we did not see any particularly slow areas except for um, E1, which is uh, Leslieville. Riverdale area. There's not a lot of condos there, to be fair. But I can attest to that. Yeah. Their prices um, this month went up only 2.5%. Mm-hmm. Uh, still up, which is great. Um, and then we have uh, C7. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The only one up just over 2%. And then the biggest loser of the, of the city was C1. Again, so central right downtown, they went up just a, bit, a percent in condos. But again, there's still a fair bit of sell-off of those small units mm-hmm. happening. And mm-hmm. so that does reflect on the price, mm-hmm. right? Um, in terms of the winning condo segments, we had the number one being E4, which is crazy because I can think of like three buildings yeah. in E4. Right. Well, like so those, that's kind of related to my question. Yes. Yeah. It, it's just mm-hmm. sometimes they're mm-hmm. skewed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because what people need to understand, of course, too, is that we, that's why we need to look at this as a, you know, a bit more of a holistic month year over year and, and sort of how the trends are going, you know, we yeah, know look that to it for you, trends. Yeah, we yeah. know for mm-hmm. C1 has been slower um, over the last year or so and Mm -hmm. that's just how it is because sometimes we'll have a neighborhood like i don't know c12 for example like the bridal path um where all of the condos in that area are really high end right 
Janelle, I'm going to apologize in advance because I can't hold this in any longer. (laughs) (coughs) Sorry, excuse me. No worries. Um, So if you look at, you know, a neighborhood like that, you've obviously got prices may go down if some of the $10 million weren't condos weren't selling instead you're getting you know right. more three million dollar condos so right you have to think about that so yeah that about sums it up in a nutshell i don't know if there's anything else you want to add to no that's been a great overview and it shows the trends i think which is like the overall yeah top level trends are telling yeah it's it's you know it's just weird times anyway mm-hmm. right um, it's just weird times. Mm-hmm. So we just have to follow along. Pay attention. That's it. All right, guys. Well, listen, I hope that uh, that's been helpful. You know where to reach us. Feel free to follow us on all our social channels, the Janelle Cameron team. And uh, we love having your feedback and your questions. So feel free to do that. Uh, send those in as well. And we wish you a great week. We'll talk to you next week. Happy real estate. Happy real estate. We hope you've enjoyed the Toronto Real Estate Show with the Janelle Cameron team. But more importantly, we hope you feel better informed and enthusiastic about your real estate future. We know buying and selling can be stressful, so let us help. If you're looking for hands-on support in the greater Toronto area, the Janelle Cameron team from Remax Hallmark Realty is ready to assist. Visit JanelleCameron.com. That's J-E-N-E-L-L-E Cameron.com or dial 416-486-5588. Join us again next week as we deliver more content to help you reach your real estate dreams.